How's everyone feeling about a bonus episode? Is that cool? Should we keep doing it? Let us know in the comments here. No, but seriously, uh, on today's episode, we are going to be talking about little bit of a round table. Uh, gonna hit up most of the uh, most of the sports in the athletic department, starting with football as always, and uh, talking about some crouton. We had a big midnight madness. We had uh, or have a big visitor, Travion Henderson, and. Uh, also talk about everything from women's lacrosse to women's basketball to softball and baseball, wrestling, uh, track and field. So uh, we're kind of touching touching all the bases here. So it was an exciting time. And uh, we also talk about who our next guest will be joining us uh, on Sunday's uh, recording as well. So buckle up. We got a hokey haiku as well. And uh, enjoy this next hour i don't know how long it is but we haven't edited it yet but uh yeah go suns Good evening, morning, afternoon, noon, whatever time you're listening. This is Billy Ray Mitchell in Atlanta, Georgia. We got Pat from Arlington, Virginia. And this is a middle of the week pod. And it is bonus bonus pod. It is brought to you by, you know what? No, it's not even brought to you by. We're going to talk about something real quick. We love supporting Blacksburg local business. Blacksburg doesn't exist without the University of Virginia Tech. Said it wrong on purpose, because we got Crutes in town, and there ain't no way the Crutes ain't going to say it wrong either. So that's what we're going to call it. And Main Street Pharmacy is a part of an initiative that we have tomorrow. There will be banners draped over establishments surrounding Blacksburg. Welcome Travion Henderson to Blacksburg, number one player in Virginia. Number one running back in the country. Number one, got to have him in orange and maroon. He will be visiting this weekend. So, hey, if you're cruising around the street in a 6'4", and you see one of these draped over a building, snap a pic. Send it to us. Tag us. Tweet at Travion Henderson. Let him know that we love him and we want him in Blacksburg. In addition, this is also brought to you by Main Street Pharmacy. Shout out to them. Pat, how are we doing today? We are doing good. I uh, just got some home, played a little pickup ball, and came back, made some uh, made some quesadillas, Oof. and uh, here we are doing a little bit of recordiando. Uh, <laughs> it's great to be here. Are you a sour cream guy with the, uh, with the quesadillas? Yeah, they give us uh, they give us sour cream. We got Dang. a little cilantro. We got some tomatoes, and we got some uh, some lime juice. You mix it all together. Some salt and pepper in there. You got your nice little like side dip for your quesadilla. Love it's uh, it's that. it's good stuff. So things are good, man. That's nice. I had cheese sticks and hummus for dinner today because I'm recording this from the Salesforce Tower. Shout out to Pat. Wouldn't be here without Salesforce. So thank you so much. Uh, excited to be here. We got a lot to talk about. Not too much, but a good amount. Um, Pat, you have some other crouton to do uh, within the Finn family tree. Who are we, we recruiting here? Christopher and Connor Finn, if you guys are listening, which you better be, uh, those are my two twin cousins uh, 
free whole new jersey uh sons of karen new, and new, kenny new finn jersey new new jersey uh, they just b- both got into Virginia Tech. So congratulations, Christopher and Connor. Uh, they got a big decision to make. So uh, if you're, you know, if you're rolling on the Twitter machine right now, just tweet at us. Hey, Christopher. Hey, Connor. Uh, sign on the dotted line. We needed that deposit because we need you in Lane Stadium in the fall, yelling with my uh, my younger sister Kathleen. So that's awesome. And then Bill, we got a uh, we got a little hokey haiku. We're bringing it back. Hokey Haiku from Daniel Lundberg, who has been just soaking in the rays of the Cayman Islands. Went with, to the Grand with, with, with the Wimbish fam. Shout out to the Wimbish parents and shout out to Grayson. With the Wim fam. Shout out to Grayson. From at Back in the Berg. Went to Grand Cayman. Mom and Dad of Saturday. Hokies forever. Excellent submission. We love the hokey haikus. I'm a little bummed every time we press record and we don't have one. So please keep the hokey haikus rolling. We have a blast reading them. And another thing that makes me very upset that you probably weren't anticipating ever hearing on the Sons of Saturday podcast. Pat, this is something near and dear to my heart. And you mentioned it on the phone the other day. And you just like slid it into conversations. What? Pat, we're talking about hokey camp. Go ahead and tell me what you uh, tell everyone what you told me on the phone. Yes, if you're if you're familiar, if you're like a more so recent graduate, if you are are a student, if you have a son or daughter who might have attended Virginia Tech, uh, you know, recently, you might have heard of Hokie Camp. And I was talking to Bill because Bill was like, just you know, hey man, remember Hokie Camp? Like that was awesome. And I was like, yeah, I went to Hokie Camp, and I was like, you know, they don't do that anymore. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, man, like they, they don't do it anymore. Um, you know, it was, I know they ended it because of financial reasons and uh, was replaced with uh, more welcome week programs for all students. But basically, to, to kind of zoom out here, Hookie Camp was a pre-freshman year uh, way to meet people who are going to be spending the next four years with you. So it's at Smith Mountain Lake. They would have, I think, three or four sessions and, uh, you know, people from all walks of life who are going to be in the, you know, your class, class of 17, class of 2018, come together and, uh, you know, you're assigned a color group and you're assigned a group within the color group and you learn about Virginia Tech, you learn about traditions, you're sweating in the hot sun, you're learning how to, uh, what do we do? We, we went like canoeing, you play, uh, I think we like shot bow and arrows or I don't know if we shot bow and arrows, that might be wrong. Ultimate it was a long time ago. Um, ultimate frisbee dodgeball mm-hmm. uh you know you learn um i mean the it's it's icebreaker central hokey camp is icebreaker central but you know you're, you're about to embark on four years you gotta make friends so mm-hmm. uh sons of ice breaking at hokey camp but yeah i mean bill what did hokey camp mean to you so i know like listening to this a lot of people are probably thinking or or some people may be thinking like what is this you guys get together sing kumbaya around us around a fire and you know <laughs> get broken up into color groups and that's exactly how i and, and and most of uh the folks that i went with felt about it but then like when you leave and what kind of stuck with me was 
all of these kids from different walks of life. Yeah, I come from Bergen County, New Jersey. I grew up with multiple different types of people, different socioeconomic backgrounds, different races, and and, and you meet people from other edges of the country, and you meet people in in clubs and friend groups that you would have never met normally on campus. I mean, I remember walking in and you met the basketball guys, the baseball guys, you know, exchange students. And, and at first you go into the negative mentality, but then you kind of settle in and you meet all these folks. And, and that was so monumental. I mean, um, I remember I met, I met the basketball guys in Med Hill for the first time. I was like, who's this ASAP Rocky looking dude with the bionic arm? He had on like a, like an elbow brace. Um, I met this kid named Speardon who was like from Russia or like some, some country where they name kids Speardon, which was really, really cool. Um, I uh, met, shout out to Emily Leveroni, shout out to Kat Colton, Kara Wuhulian, Alicia Hall, Big Country, don't know his name, but we called him Big Country, Megan Alderman, Stephanie Lyons. But it, it just gave an opportunity for athletes is we all had to be on campus anyway, but you got to meet people that you never would have crossed paths with. And it kind of helped break that ice because most athletes, you come in and you were the biggest deal in your town of, you know, 100 students or 200 students. And, and you go and you meet all these other people and, and you just kind of learn how to interact. Everyone's that awkward high school kid that's going into this massive school. And some people are, you know, meeting people from the West Coast or from up north for the first time ever. And it just was a really special thing. I know I'm rambling at this point, but um, really sad to see that go, especially with athletes still being on campus in the summer. It was a great way to kind of introduce you to the school and introduce you to um, your peers. Yeah, I'll echo that. Um, it was really cool to be able to meet some of my best friends today. I actually mm. met uh, in that you know last weekend of August down at Hokie Camp, including Karsten, who always <laughs> writes in letters from the lunch pail, lunch pail every single week. But, uh, you know, in addition to that, like, um, I was, I had such a good experience. I actually went back and, uh, was a hookie camp leader my senior year before senior year and, you know, met a ton of, ton of awesome freshmen, uh, who are actually all seniors now and I'll be seeing them graduate, uh, in a couple of months, which is crazy. Uh, you know, bottom line, I know Virginia Tech is trying new things to help create meaningful experiences for students before the classes start. But at the end of the day, nothing can replace Hokie Camp. No. If you know, you know. If you didn't go to Hokie Camp, you didn't go to Hokie Camp. But uh, that's just something me and Bill kind of wanted to uh, to chat about and address here on uh, on our b -b -b bonus episode here uh, midweek. But anywho, aside from that, uh, Billy Ray. You talked about it a little bit before. We got a we we got a big recruit coming tomorrow, Thursday. Travion Henderson. He's a five star. He's from Hopewell, Virginia. He lines up on offense and defense. Uh, offensively, he plays running back. Defensively, uh, cornerback. He's coming here on Thursday, and he'll be at Clemson on Saturday. I know Oklahoma is in the mix as well, but this is really big, man. Like this is. We got three five stars uh, from 2021 from Virginia: Tony Grimes, Tristan Lee, and Travion Henderson. I think, I think, in order to be a five star in Virginia in the class of 2021, your first name has to begin with a T. <laughs> but how much of an impact would a guy like Tristan Lee or Tony Grimes or Travion Henderson have on Virginia Tech, you know, current day? I just think the opportunity, or not the opportunity. This is kind of a need. We need high profile kids from Virginia to come to Virginia Tech. We need to that needs to be cool again. 
Um, we've kind of gotten away from it. And I'm really excited about the initiative of, you know, going into other states and owning North Carolina and, and taking kids from Texas and, and expanding our, uh, our horizons a little bit, as we discussed with Josh last week or on Sunday. Um, but to kind of get a foothold and really establish and get back to bringing the top talent from the 757 and from across Virginia is something that we definitely need to get back to, especially this year where the talent is so ripe. Uh, there's a real opportunity here. And, um, you know, I think this is a, a huge moment and a huge recruiting cycle for uh, Virginia Tech's future of recruiting in the, uh, in the 757 and recruiting the Tidewater area and Virginia as a whole. Completely agree with that. And just to kind of uh, bring up a point that we were talking about with John Yetzi a couple of weeks ago that um, was either before or after we recorded the 2020 class and, you know, having, you know, seven guys that we really wanted in the first place. Uh, you also have to think about guys who might have not been classified in the top 20 rankings over the past few years that we have landed and they have been extremely successful i mean just like three that come to mind um you know who are more so under the radar recruits rayshard ashby and then terrell edmonds tremaine edmonds greg stroman Mm -hmm. um you know a a couple guys who might have not been on everyone else's radar but they were on our radar and they fit the mold and they were stars and they're doing great things here uh today Ricky Walker, another great addition to that list. Um, we've done. I think Virginia Tech has always done a, good, a really good job evaluating talent. But as we said, um, that blue chip rule is is true. The more highly talented and high ceiling fellas that you have, there will be some misses, but they're not all going to miss. And um, again, I think this is an opportunity we 100% need to capitalize on and put our best foot forward. Mm-hmm. And I know we will. Yeah, exactly. In other news, um, we have some news out of football in that Javon Becton was indefinitely suspended. I don't know if it was indefinitely or not, but it looks like violated some student conduct uh, policies. Don't really know too much about that, but the kind of the uh, the ripple effect from Becton's suspension is that Becton is close with one of our top targets from Virginia, Naquan Brown, who is a defensive lineman. Uh, out of the 757 so i saw naquan brown tweeted today a uh kind of like the uh, the broken heart emoji um so it's never a good sign you know if they're on pretty close terms have a pretty cro- close relationship uh you know it, it's not something that you love to see there but uh you know i feel like after all this good news we've had over the last few weeks i feel like it was we were due it's virginia tech we're due we're always due but um pat that's know, not very often this is off brand for you Hey, man, you know, you, you got to be a realist, too. You got to be rational. <laughs> um, but, Bill, talk to us about some good news. Hokie Vision and the Hard Hat Series and the Football Frat House. They did an unbelievable job. Uh, we didn't touch base on the, on, on, the, uh, on the Brock video either, which was extremely well done. Uh, it was, it was um, incredible to kind of hear what he's been overcoming uh, with what's going on with his mother and really excited to see him lead this football team and, and continue to have a positive impact uh, on and off the field. Um, so that's super exciting. But it was great to see. I, I really didn't even know about uh, how close Tierlink was with the rest of the staff, didn't know that the staff lived together. Um, that is a really, really, really cool story. Um, and again, just continues the the streak of, of, of Hokie Vision and, and Virginia Tech football doing a great job of giving us some more insight to the program, which 
has been a pain point for the Virginia Tech fan base for a long time. Not feeling connected to the program, not feeling like they get to know these coaches, know these players. And um, this has just been absolutely incredible. Um, and every time they've put something out, it's just been great. Um, but very cool to know that C- Coach Corn, Coach Fu, and Coach Vice, Coach Tierlink were all up on the uh, quote-unquote greensboard and uh, drawing up uh, drawing up plays and going back and forth. And um, that's uh, a really some really cool insight. And glad they shared it. Bill, did you uh, did you live in any fun houses with your football buddies in college? I, I got to hear. You know, don't don't go on. You know, a ten minute tangent because I know you probably got ten million stories. But uh, let's let's hear about uh, any any fun houses and fun football frat houses that you lived in. All right, gonna do my best not to tangent up here. Peak Apex Mountain, Virginia Tech, peak William Raymond Mitchell was living in Maple Ridge Apartments, which is located where, Pat? Narnia. It's like you got to like get a map. You got to get a passport to go to this place. This place is so far off of campus. Uh, and we all decided to live there. It was me, Mike Santa Maria, CJ Carroll, and Joe Callis. Um, we decided to move over there um, and live on Golden Harvest Circle. On Golden Harvest Circle as well, Trent, Colt, Gallo, and Joey Sly were four doors down. And I'll just tell you, I'm going to just run it straight. We ran Golden Harvest Circle and we ran Maple Ridge Apartments. It was awesome. We bought a $50 uh, basketball hoop, like one of those and one plastic basketball hoops. And we had these big, uh, we actually got hokey stone from campus and we would put it on the back of the hoop so that it wouldn't fall over. And we put it smack dab in the middle of the road and play basketball while the international students and the international students all have the nicest cars. So they'd be like hoods up on their BMWs and hoods up on their Mercedes. And we'd be like playing full contact basketball. And then when we were done playing outside, we would pick the hoop up and then move it to the second floor of the apartment, fill it up with water <laughs> using the bathtub, and then would play basketball on the second floor. That was a blast. Um, and then this was back in the day where we, where we couldn't get in downtown, so we would just throw absolute bangers at uh, at the uh, at the Golden Harvest Circle Street. Shout out to the uh, to the golf cart guy. He was always super cool. He'd be like, listen, man, you just got to keep everybody inside. So we kept everybody inside. That was awesome. And uh, the one thing that sticks out to me as well is we would stay up like super, super late. We'd, we'd have to be up at like 5 o'clock for work, 5 o'clock for workouts. We'd have practice. You're getting home at 8 o'clock. And CJ Carroll had like this honestly unnecessary obsession with Adam Sandler movies. We probably watched Daddy's Home at at least 45 or 50 times. We would come home and watch Daddy's Home back to back till 2 in the morning and then play with water or orange juice. We'd play like orange juice or water pong, actually water or orange juice pong, and then wake up three hours later and go do workouts. Um, but it was it was such a blast. And aside from everyone that lived in Google Har- Harvest Circle, uh, Durkin lived there, Dion Newsom, Chris Monaco, Kendall Fuller, Rick, Cam, Stroh, Terrell, Matua Puaka. We had people saying, I ain't going to Big Al's. I ain't going to Hokie House. I'm going to Golden Harvest Circle, and we're throwing down. And it was the absolute, absolute best. Pat. Bill, wait, wait, wait a second. Where was my invite to these... B-b-b-bangers? I did not know you, 
Um, but I'm sorry, you must have not had your ear to the streets and knew where everyone was going at. You were probably fist pumping over at, uh, at Underground, like, where is everybody? I'll tell you where they were. They were at Golden Harvest Circle, partying it up with, uh, with Bill and, uh, with Bill and the, uh, the Dom, the Bomb Squad. I gotta be real, Bill. I probably couldn't even afford an Uber to that place because it was so far away. We made it our own. We made it our own. Pat, what was your living situation? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you the quick rundown here. Uh, junior year, my, my guy Danny Facina, we lived at uh, Center Street, 604 Apartments. Shout out Cliff Cranwell, Blacksburg legend, and uh, loved living it back on Center. And then senior year was really the uh, the iconic year. Uh, we lived at 303 Washington Street, house that uh, German club had for probably the better part of a decade, and uh, we had an unbelievable time there. We would do uh, that. That's right on the corner of Kent Street and and uh, and Washington Street. Now uh, I know some girls of Kappa Delta live there. I think they're going to be putting up one of those uh, one of those banners tomorrow for Travion Henderson. So be on the lookout for that. <laughs> But uh, we would we would do this thing called the trilogy. That first Thursday, Friday, Saturday uh, before classes start, we would have uh, a party at three o three each night. The trilogy. I so, wasn't uh, invited. Bill wasn't invited because he was too busy, you know, playing basketball on the second floor of his apartment. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, shout out to the boys of three o three. We actually one one time we put a a Fuente Foster uh, like banner Those hanging awesome. from mm-hmm. yeah hanging from the roof. This was before it was it was Fuente Foster 16, and one day John Laser walked by and snapped a picture and put it on his Twitter, and uh, we were all fired up. And then like a couple days later, Coach Fu drove by uh, in the Tahoe, rolled down his window, and we were all outside like hanging out. He was just like, "You guys have a great day." <laughs> so uh, another another tidbit that you think is funny: one summer um, we we threw a party, and I think the I think the lacrosse girls came back down. And I, I had like ran upstairs for some reason. We had the whole. We took all the lights out of the second floor and, and replaced them with uh, with um, what are those lights? Those blue lights, luminescent lights, and had like these weird posters that like flashed off the luminescent. And completely unknown to anybody in our house, Deshaun Hand was on our second floor amongst like all these people. And I was like, "Wait, is that, are you Deshaun Hand?" He was like, "Yeah." I'm like. <laughs> How do, how are you here? So Deshaun Hand ended up at our house somehow one time. Um, I mean, it, it got wild at five oh four Golden Harvest Circle. But and you could and you couldn't convince him to commit, Bill. Couldn't convince him to commit. The guy wanted to be an engineer, um, but he's just knocking <laughs> oh, people man. over in Detroit. Doesn't matter. It's uh-huh. all in the past. It's all in the past. Speaking of which, though, speaking of Cruton. Midnight Madness. I mean, Pat, we talk about it all the time. Shout out Grayson. He's over there on the West Coast. But we got we got East Coast football coaches and East Coast student workers. Shout out to both of you working West Coast hours, opening up Lane Stadium, opening up Merriman, and showing some cream of the crop talent, Virginia Tech and Blacksburg at midnight. Pat, talk to me about Midnight Madness. I'll do my best Grayson impersonation yeah, they came in from L.A. Ha ha ha. Yeah, Bo Davidson, man. Like, yeah, they sh- they showed them the facilities after midnight, you know, late at night. But like, to call it midnight madness, to put on the lights in lane, to take cool pictures, to just create an awesome impression and make it an event rather than just like, hey guys, we're gonna bring you in after hours. Midnight madness, Bo Davidson. 
He's a marketing genius. He's like that Dana guy at Barstool. Marketing genius. Uh, he just has it figured out. He knows how to create FOMO. Like, um, yeah, I know he's doing it with some of the Virginia guys saying, hey, we, we're offering everyone, you know, if you want to come, come on, on in. But I'm going to pay attention to the folks who want to pay attention to us. And the Midnight, my, excuse me, Midnight Madness is uh, just a great event to engage some guys from California because, you know, they're not staying in state. California is having serious issues keeping folks uh, to go to USC or keeping them to go to UCLA or Cal. So, uh, yeah, why not check out what Virginia has to offer? Addition to that, speaking of Virginia, not Virginia, North Carolina. North Carolina. We, uh, we, North Carolina. We have, a, uh, we have interest from a uh, running back. His name is Camaro Edmonds, and uh, we are in his top five. He's a four-star running back from the class of 2021. And uh, he's from Havelock, North Carolina. Absolutely loved his visit visit on uh, Junior Day on Sunday. Uh, already has built a great relationship with the coaching staff. Really liked uh, Coach Lechtenberg. So watch out for this guy. He also plays uh, defensive back as well. But um, he's he's one of the guys that we should definitely keep our eyes on, uh, Mr. Camaro Edmonds. Edmonds is a good name to have. I know uh, it's spelled a little differently, but uh, that's not a bad last name wearing a Virginia Tech jersey. Bill, Pro Day. We got Pro Day coming up. We had Dalton Keene hitting the combine. Tell me a little bit about how he did and how he raised some eyebrows. Dalton did great. Uh, he recorded the best broad jump at the uh, combine for tight ends with 125 inches. 21 uh, reps on the bench press. Go on down to the local LA Fitness and throw 20, 225 in the bar and let me know how that goes. Uh, he did uh, 21 reps of that. Ran a 4.7140 and a 34-inch vertical. Um, did a great job. Knew he would test well. Um, super excited for him. Super hard worker. Great kid. Uh, really excited about his future. And uh, with Pro Day coming up, he'll get a chance to improve on those numbers. And uh, we'll get to see some some of the other Hokies with NFL hopes uh, perform, which is going to be uh, which is going to be great. So uh, super excited about that. Now, Bill, we got a little roundup to do. Want to hear a little bit about softball, women's hoops, women's lacrosse, men's basketball. We got some track and field that have some awesome news here, some wrestling. Let's start with softball. What do we got? Before we get into softball, I just want to say these sports de- deserve your attention. We got a lot of awesome stuff going on uh, within the Virginia Tech Athletic Department right now. Um, and really excited to cover it today. Uh, we will be doing that more moving forward. So really excited about that. Our softball team is awesome. They're 16-4, and four, they're ranked 21st in the country, and uh, there's this chick, Keely Rochard. She is a junior, NFCA Pitcher of the Week, third time winning this award, by the way. She struck out 44 batters in 30 innings, no hits in 43 straight at-bats. She is currently ninth all-time on the VT softball strikeout list. She is incredible, um, and she's been just dominant, uh, and so has that team as well. Women's hoops. We talked about it just two episodes ago. Headed into the ACC tournament. Talk to me about Kenny Brooks. I feel like uh, feel like he isn't getting the respect that he deserves. Oh man, ACC women's basketball. What are you guys doing? So the ACC Coach of the Year was awarded to Boston College's coach Joanna Bernabe McNamee. Uh, you know, she had a great year. She did a great job with the Eagles team, but Ken, I'm going to, I'm going to let you finish, but Kenny Brooks, <laughs> and, uh, this is, I'm going to, I'm, I'm paraphrasing Will Stewart's tweet 
uh, because he did a great job at it. Kenny Brooks should have been the ACC Coach of the Year. He led the Hokies women's basketball team to a program record 11 conference wins, first time ever, and also got the Hokies the five seed in the ACC tournament. And that's the best since Virginia Tech has ever joined. Since Virginia Tech joined the conference in 2004, Boston College they did similar things. They won 11 games, but they are the six seed. We're the five seed. If I'm not mistaken, five is better than six. Regardless, Kenny Brooks and the gang, they have Wake Forest tomorrow, so Thursday uh, at 11 a.m. in the ACC uh, Women's Basketball Tournament. But we got we got a lot of uh, – we got some awards. Tell me about Elizabeth Kitley and company. You know, they say it's about the Jimmys and the Joes. Well, this time it's about the Jamies and the Josephines. We got Kitley. She has been dominant her freshman year. Six double-doubles, three-time – Freshman of the week, and now the freshman of the year. First time in Virginia Tech basketball history. Congratulations to Miss Kitley. We got okay. Miss Shepard. First team all ACC. She has been dominant all year as well. The three point queen. Miss Baptiste, the sixth woman of the year this year in the ACC. Five players making the ACC academic team. I still have my uh, academic honor roll plaque hung up on my wall. Well, not anymore because I'm moving, but it was hung up on my wall. Uh, Miss Kitley, Miss Mabry, Miss Rivers, Miss Cole, Miss Shepard. Knocking down the threes on the basketball court. Getting the A's in the... I can't think of a school word that rhymes with court, but excellent job in the classroom. Fantastic job. Uh, bracketology. What are we looking at here, uh, Pat? Bracketology. Who's the Joe Lenardi of women's hoops here? <laughs> yeah. So um, I might need might need D Cunna here uh, to give us a little bit of uh, background on women's basketball and seedings. But D- from the last time I checked for bracketology, Virginia Tech was the six projected the sixth seed. Let's let's dial her up real quick here. It looks like we are projected as a seven seed. Okay, okay. but uh, it looks like seven seed in the Portland region. Uh, playing against Old Dominion, and we are in UConn's bracket, which is kind of a bummer. But, uh, you know, a lot's going to change over this next week with the ACC tournament here. So stay tuned. Keep keep refreshing that bracketology because uh, things could change on a dime. We had in our notes here, Men's hoops, question mark, because we started doing our notes uh, before the game started. We didn't know what to expect. Um, and then I wrote on the first line after it when uh, I got back to the, my, my computer, we are absolutely obliterating Clemson. This was a ton of fun to watch. And I, I really do have to tip my cap to the to the men's basketball team. Um, they had a really rough finish to the season. Um, and Every game that they did lose or come up a little short, there was never a question on whether they're not playing hard, they're not defending well, they don't care. This team scratched and clawed and fought all season. And, you know, just on the game, we were 12 for 26 in the three-point line, shooting 46%. We were 54% field goal uh, overall. Tyrese Radford, doing Tyrese Radford stuff, 16 points, four assists, six rebounds. Horn had 17. But I also have to shout out Castleguard. Castle Guard was absolutely incredible mm-hmm. tonight. Um, there are exams all week. There is spring break coming up. 
uh, and that place was absolutely packed. We've talked about it now three pods in a row, Pat, and and I'm so glad you brought it up because it, it, it's so true. Is the culture of basketball at Virginia Tech is thriving? It is a thing. It is tangible, um, and it, it it's really really great to see. Uh, we were critical of of students during football season, um, but they have been absolutely incredible uh, in basketball, uh, this basketball season. And um, it's been just awesome to watch. And I'm looking forward to carrying that momentum into the fall. Yeah, man, like I cannot wait to see where this program is going to be 365 days from now. The energy is there and we could make some noise in the ACC tournament. We'll see. I think this win was a big, uh, a big momentum swing because it's been a while since we won a game. But yeah, excited for the ACC tournament uh, and what's to come. And I'm also excited for Sons of Madness. Mm. Yes, the first annual Sons of Saturday March Madness Bracket Challenge. This is not your father's bracket challenge. This nope. isn't, you know, hey, let's print out, let's print out the star ledger and uh, <laughs> and write in our brackets with pen and paper. We'll put it on the fridge, and you can, you know, highlight your wins and cross out your losses. Nothing wrong no. with that, by the way. Nothing wrong with that. I love the old school method, but we both sling technology, and we are all about automation. And I got to give a big shout out to Yahoo Sports. I'm a big Yahoo guy. I love the scenario generator. We're running the Yahoo Sons of Madness tournament. It's going to be $5 a bracket. And we have some serious prizes. We got, first of all, some pretty extensive cash prizes that uh, have not yet been determined yet. But uh, depending on how large uh, the grouping is, uh, we can determine that later. We got some Sons of Saturday swag and gear we love to give out, whether it's sweatshirts, t-shirts, hats, belts keychains you know whatever you guys want and then sons of sharkies sharkies gift cards because we love sharkies where good friends go we got plenty of sharkies gift cards to give out i think at this point we'd love to give out 15 prizes for the first 15 brackets uh that's kind of a ballpark number depending on how many entries we get but uh yeah jump in we got the link on our twitter and uh yeah let's get a little mad Moving on here, little wrestling update. Uh, you know, we have kind of been in a little bit of a slump, but slumps were meant to be broken. So we just received seeding for the ACC championship, which is taking place in Pittsburgh on Sunday. And a little disappointing, we only had one wrestler who was uh, received a one seed, and that was Hunter Bolin at 184. So... A couple two seeds, a couple three seeds, uh, a, a couple uh, four seeds here sprinkled in. But, um, you know, we got ACC's to C's on Sunday, and then uh, NCAA championships are in Minneapolis. So I guess uh, last year had the Final Four. This year we got the wrestling championships in Minneapolis from March 19th to the 21st. So stay tuned for some more wrestling updates here, uh, you know, because – We'd love to see uh, a successful turnout at ACC's and see if we can kind of build some momentum after being in a little bit of a valley after uh, some losses uh, over the last couple weeks. We got to talk about the songs of Saturday. They have the been songs of Sat. They have been incredible. Serious business. Six consecutive win today. They beat William and Mary today by a score of Bill, twenty-three to three. Is that not a is that a program record? That is a program record. 
Six wins in a row with an average score differential of 12 and a half goals. We had not one, not two, not three, but four Hokies record a hat trick today. They're rolling. They found a rhythm. We got t-shirts. Songs of Saturday. Go check them out. Uh, VT Lacrosse has been absolutely electric. They've been awesome. Um, super fired up about that. And, um, you know, shout out to them. Keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. Speaking of rolling, track and field. Men's and women's track and field. Am I right? ACC championes. Boom. So the women's team got their first indoor track title since 2008, and those uh, those championships were in South Bend. And then uh, the men's team, so they, the men's team finished second overall uh, in the indoor track uh, championships as well. So indoor track uh, is going to have nationals uh, coming up at the end of March too, and they're going to be held in – Albuquerque, New Mexico. Never been to New Mexico. Bill, you ever go to New Mexico? I have not been to New Mexico, but I've watched Breaking Bad three times, so I feel like I've kind of been to New Mexico by association. Very... Okay. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> so March, no, 13th, <laughs> March 13th and 14th in Albuquerque. Big shout-out to Track and Field. You know, uh, always picking up hardware. I feel like Track and Field and Swimming and Diving really are just two programs that are next level and are always winning championships. Uh, so got to give a big shout-out to them. We give a lot of shout-outs on, uh, on this podcast here. Grady Baker actually texted me last week. He said, you guys got to quit with the shout-outs, man. I don't know these people. but uh, Not stopping with the shout-outs. That's a, that's a ridiculous request. Um, that's just Shout out to the baseball good. team, Bill. Talk to us about your plans this weekend. Eight and three. The boys are eight and three. They're on a seven-game win streak, and they're coming to Atlanta playing Georgia Tech for a three-game series over the weekend. And you know what? Bill loves some baseball. I think the Mets got a good shot this year. I'm fired up about that. Sons of Mets, sons of misery. Go ahead. Break my heart one more time. I'm ready for it. Go ahead. I am fully prepared to have my heart broken. Uh, can't wait. But what won't be heartbreaking is I will be headed out to the uh, Georgia Tech field. I don't know what the hell they call it, but it's where they play baseball. It's really cool. You can see the city in the background. Um, if you're into like going to college in a town where you're like the 900th most important thing. But it's got a great view. So I'm going to head down there, link up with some Hokies. If you are in Atlanta, if you are near Atlanta, if you have a personal jet and you feel like flying into Atlanta, come on down. Come kick it. Uh, we're going to do people soup. If you're in for people soup, people soup at Georgia Tech Baseball Fit Stadium. I will be there. Tweet at us. Tweet at me. Tweet at the Suns. There will be a picture. We'll take a picture. People soup pick. Um, and uh, we will be kicking it, uh, watching the Hokies hopefully beat the Jackets. The Jackets are good, though. The Jackets are top 25 rated uh, or top 30 rated. I don't know. They got, they're, they're ranked, and they're good. So we're playing Georgia Tech. Fired up about that. Um, so I will be there. Shout out to Luke Karansky. He's making his way from Nashville. And speaking of that, prayers up to Nashville. Super horrible, um, horrible Nash, uh, natural disaster. So thoughts and prayers with everyone in Nashville. Uh, I know Mariah's a listener. She's from Nashville. Uh, Annabelle Corzelius. Shout out to Nashville. Before we wrap this up, we also have a uh, we got a big day to talk about. We've been talking about marking your calendars with these NCAA uh, tournament and championships uh, for track and field and wrestling. 
We got March Madness coming up uh, and Sons of Madness. But another big day that is coming up for Virginia Polytechnic Institute and State University is Giving Day. Giving Day takes place March 18th and the 19th. It's a 24-hour period where you can make an a uh, an honest impact and make an effort to give back to Virginia Tech. Sons of Saturday, we will have a custom link because you know we'd love to give you, we'd love you to give back to Virginia Tech in any way, shape, or form. We obviously have a preference. We want you to give back to the Virginia Tech Athletic Fund, whether it be a specific sport, whether it be the Hokie Scholarship Fund, uh, the fifteen million dollars that are uh, necessary to uh, pay for all of these student athletes' scholarships. So put that on your calendar as well, because that's going to be a very big event. And, uh, you know, we're hoping to make just as much as an impact as anyone else. So, uh, you know, be on be on social media that day. Check out uh, our custom links that will be put it out there. Uh, we'd love to have you on board uh, with these Sons of Saturday ambassadors. Bill. Shout outs. I know we just talked about too many shout outs, but it's the end of the episode. Summer song by the 555 is right about to play, but we have to do our shout outs to end the episodery. Can't stop, won't stop. Shout outs are never going to stop. We're doing the shout outs. It's my favorite thing I've been doing it since my first pod. So that's just gonna that's just the way it is. Okay. Um, shout out to the listeners. We appreciate you. We appreciate you engaging with us on the mo- on the various social medias. We love bumping into you in Blacksburg or wherever. Uh, we also got to say, keep the feedback coming. Positive, negative things you want to hear, things you want to see, things you want to wear. For example, our homecoming queen, Beth Barnes. She says, you know, I'm hot, then I'm cold. You're yes, then you're no. I just really want a hoodie. And we go, hey, Beth, we got you. Hoodies are on the way with zipperification. And here we go. Go to sonsofsaturday.com. You can get yourself a zip-up hoodie with the new white logo on a charcoal shirt. It's made by Tasso, Tasso Bella or Ella, whatever the super comfortable shirts are. And it's called the Beth Barnes. It's called the Homecoming Queen Zip-Up. Go ahead. Let us know. You got There's a virus going around. If y'all want Sons of Saturday Purell bottles, we will throw those up on the site. Just let us know. We appreciate you. We love you. Shout out all of you. Shout out my family. Pat, who you got to shout out? Got to give a great shout out to the shout out master, Grady Baker, and the Cave Spring Knights. Go Roanoke. We love Roanoke. Also, must give a shout out to our guest for next week's podcast, the Sammy Hill. Who's Sammy Hill? Well, we talk about this women's basketball team and all the success they've been having. Sammy Hill, class of 17. Basketball superstar, uh, played for Kenny Brooks, is from Toronto, Canada, eh? Played <laughs> high school ball in New Jersey. What's that? No, 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 New Jersey. Humble brag on New Jersey, Blair Academy. I love a good Sammy, Jersey shout out. Sammy is currently playing professional ball in Germany, but the real cool thing is that Sammy is on Team Canada for the Olympics this summer, 2020. Bay, not Beijing, not Beijing, Tokyo, 2020 Tokyo. Sammy Hill, she'll be on on Sunday. We're really excited. Hit us in the letters for the from the lunch pail if you have any questions for Sammy Hill. And then, last but not least, guys, 
please uh, please give us a rating. You know, I don't think we've ever asked for ratings, so go ahead, rate us five stars. I'm not going to ask you to rate us anything but five stars, so if you're not going to do that, you know, spend your time doing something else. But if you want to rate us five stars, go ahead. Give us that five-star rating. Tell us what you like about those sons. And Just scroll tell to us- the bottom. It's literally, it's, it's, right, it's right there. It takes a second. Like, you know, we'll do a little stall in here. You just scroll on down to the bottom of the page. Yep, there it is. Yep, oh, you passed it. Yep, there it is. All right, there you go. Five stars. Click. All right, right comment. If you have the sound on when you type, that's a little weird. Go to your haptic settings and turn that off. But, hey, see how easy that was? If you go down to the bottom of the comments, you can actually find a uh, a comment and five star rating from Tremaine Edmonds back when uh, when it was the hung up pods. So that's a, a fun fact. There you go. There you go. He's an all pro. Dive into the archives. Love that. All right. Well, we got nothing else to talk about, and uh, we're just gonna call it a night here. So you guys have a great Thursday, a great Friday, a great weekend. Let's uh, show Travion Henderson a great time, and uh, let's go Hokies. Ride you a summer song. Ride you a summer song.